welcome to Grapes of Passion, our room for wine and sex. Slip into something sexy, open a bottle, we are about to get intimate. This is Angelina. And I'm Penelope. We are opening our day up with Belletti Prosecco. We got this from our wonderful Aldi's down the road because we are classy shoppers. Belletti Prosecco is a classic Italian sparkling wine, soft and fruity with peach and pear, breezy apple peel, and lemon zest. And we are doing it with orange juice and mango, but I was telling Angelina that I thought that apple cider would be super good. It would be really good because the bubbles, oh, I love the bubbles. And we could add spice to the cider to make it just a little bit more zip. A sparkly cider for the winter but it's spring almost spring (laughs) today we are talking about toys 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 and the next time we speak we will have a guest who's going to explain to us some of the toys that her company that she consults for provide along with lubes and other sensual products Angelina and I were talking about the the purpose of toys. Toys. And she had an interesting insight. Yeah, I was in the shower today where I have my most fantastic ideas and thought sessions. And I was thinking, why do we need toys? Why? What is the purpose of sex toys? And I thought, you know, sex should be... Okay, I come up with these things by myself. So I came up with my personal definition of what sex should be, which is... The fun exploration of the human body with as many or as few consenting adults as you feel comfortable with. So that can mean by yourself, with one other person, with many other people. So toys would just enhance that experience. It's supposed to be fun and toys are fun. And that's why I think toys are an important topic to talk about. They are. Yeah. They can make individual attention versus communal attention attention right between you and your partner or by yourself it doesn't matter the reason people started playing with toys is because there's so many different types of stimulation we -hmm. have manual touch we have mechanical and we have nowadays we have chemical yeah with the different types of loops out there that will just give you that tingly feeling or the warm sensation and then of course you have technology coming in with the vibrations and the pulsations and you can't stop the good old touch Right. Human sensation of skin and tactile. Every person is so different that you need this array of options. Well, even if you're not different, people who are in long-term relationships Mm -hmm. sometimes just need a change-up. Yeah. They need to spice things up or have some fun because it should be fun. What are some of the things that spice your relationship up, Angelina? (laughs) What are some of your ideas... I like a gentle, like a feathery kiss on my skin. Oh, yeah. Okay. Massages are a great way to start foreplay. Okay. You know, so I think calming, relaxing, just kind of get in the mood. And there's a lot of products out there for massages. Yeah, there's oils and there's um, some of the the wax. The wax, yes. yes. Like, I know in the past I got... The wax that melts on human contact and we would just put a little bit in our hand. It would melt in our hand. It was like the perfect temperature. I love a good massage that starts from my feet. 
you work your way up, and before I know it, I'm like, woohoo, hello. <laughs> so, everybody usually benefits from a massage. Definitely. But what happens if that massage goes to somewhere that you're not used to having stimulation? What do you mean, Penelope? Like, what happens <laughs> if your partner starts massaging around your nipples uh-huh. or vaginal area? So you start out with sensual massaging. Correct. And move into erotic massage. Yes. I think that's a great way to... You know, I feel like foreplay is something that isn't considered as much as it should be. No. I feel like there should be more foreplay than actual sex. There's so many different ways to do it. You have your heat, you have your cold, you have your soft, you have your hard, and you can even have your pokey. Pokey? Pokey. (laughs) I say pokey, but it's like, just like taking your nail and just running it up your your skin. It's just like that sensation. A variety of sensations. Yes. And... You can ask them, what do you like, what you don't like? Or you can tell them they can't tell you, but they have to explain it in body language. Yes, nonverbal communication. Again, that will teach you in the future, like, okay, they don't like this. So if I'm going down on my partner and they're doing this, this is not me liking you. (laughs) That's a great idea. You know, learning each other's likes and dislikes on how their body reacts to certain things. Correct. Like, I, re- I react very negatively to cold objects. Mm. You might get a knee to the face. <laughs> I think that's a very um, obvious sign of dislike. <laughs> but something a little less obvious are, sh- you know. Pulling away. Yes. Pulling away instead of sinking into oh, something. Oh, yes. If, if I push to you, yes, that's definitely. Yes, more. Yes, more. Give me more. Give me more. Melting is more. Pulling away means Not less. Not so much. Not, Not so, so much. much. Yeah. Pulling and pushing at the same time. That's like I'm trying to evacuate the situation as quickly as possible without offending you. Evacuate, evacuate. Retreat, retreat. It does happen sometimes. Be on the lookout for retreat. It means to back off. But we're not trying to offend you. We're just trying to make the situation more enjoyable for both of us. Right. We're trying to give cues, clues to not ruin the mood, but tell you things to guide you to the places we do enjoy. There's different types of stimulation for men and females. Different types of stimulation points. Women have a lot more. Oh yeah, definitely. Men not so much. They are kind of like a light switch. If you know anything about old-time radios where you have to tune it in, that would be us. I have found that a lot of men are not, do not care for the nipple play, nipple simulation. I've only had one guy who was sensitive to it. All mm-hmm. the other ones were like, what are you doing? Yeah. I feel like, nothing. Uh, don't touch that. That tickles. That hurts. Something. Mine, I'm like, my partner, he's just like, he has no feeling. He's like, <laughs> I don't know if that was supposed to hurt or feel good, but I got nothing. <laughs> it's very sad because... For me, and I'm sure for you, we want to find as many ways to please our partner as possible. Right. And it's like, oh, that's one less. Like, this works for me. I wish it could work for you. But maybe we're just not doing it correctly. Right. Maybe we can find a way. And that's where toys can come in. They can. Maybe we can enhance the sensation. They have nipple pumps. 
Oh. That bring the blood to the nipple and, and yeah. they make it more sensitive. I've seen it on women more than men, but mm-hmm. they say that it can make a man mm. sensitive there. But I don't know if it's going to make them sensitive down in the genital area. Right. I know for me, there's like a, a line. It's like you touch up here and it shoots down there and it's kind of all connected. It's like a triangle. And, and in my experience, I haven't found that with men. No, I have not either. There's a disconnect. <clears throat> I, I also know that not only will physical stimulation help that, but also chemical stimulation, like hot and cold, like, ooh, my nipples are getting hard. <laughs> also, erection of the penis in that stimulation, the vagina, where you have your clitoral and your G-spot, and then you also have your P-spot on the man. Mm-hmm. A lot of women don't realize that they kind of have a anal spot. Right. It's not necessarily about penetration, but for women, it's more like the weight. Oh, yeah. The weight of whatever toy is in there. Yes. Is what causes the orgasm. A full sensation. Correct. Yes. And it works best if your G-spot is being manipulated because some women cannot get a G-spot orgasm, Mm -hmm. but if they put an anal weighted toy in there... And then have sex or play with another toy through vaginal penetration, they will have a very full orgasm. Yeah. It makes it more accessible. Yeah. I feel like the the G spot, if you have something up there in your back door, <laughs> what do we say? We'll say back door. Fill up your back door. <laughs> <laughs> and it may it seems to make and I'm not sure why if it just like Maybe um, adds more pressure to your adds G-spot. more pressure. There we go, Maybe. and it makes it easier for that to be massaged or accessed, and you have a feeling that you would not feel if that wasn't in there. That's absolutely true. There's so many different types of toys. You have your female toys, your male toys, and so many women are like, "What kind of male toys are out there that a guy mm-hmm. can play with?" Well, you have your pocket pussies, you have your fleshlights, and for anybody who has no idea what a fleshlight is, it looks like a flashlight, a object that has a light in it, but it feels like a lady's <laughs> vagina. So, and it can be shaped like either a mouth, a vagina, or anal. Or anal. Yes. Yeah. And then you have your clitoral simulation Mm -hmm. you have there's just so many toys out there and then there's lubes out there but we're going to kind of talk about all of them today first we're going to talk about the female simulation i feel like there's a lot more out there a variety for women women. i agree is that because we're more complex we have a lot more stimulation areas or because men are not as experimental. I wonder why that is. I don't know. I also, those are very good points. Toys just have one operation. They Mm -hmm. do what they do. You find your setting. Right. And you're just like, I need a different toy to do something else. Or you just, not that you get tired of it because you don't really usually get tired of your partner. (laughs) But you want something different. And toys are so much easier to come by than partners. (laughs) Or at least easier to get rid of when you don't like them. (laughs) No feelings hurt here. (laughs) Female toys, they are definitely not a one-size-fits-all. No. There there are so many 
vibration toys out there. If you have 50 settings, that's not for me. I need the lowest settings, maybe five, nine at the most, but they need to be the nine out of the 50. I don't want strongest. It makes me completely numb. I agree. I need gentle. And I know other women aren't like that. They want the highest vibration. It all depends on what your uh, threshold is. You know, it's just like, what can you withstand? I am super sensitive and Mm -hmm. I want to stay that way. Yeah. And there's times when my partner and I will have like a month of roughness. And then I'm like, look, I... I need a sabbatical <laughs> so I can go back to the gentle. Some time off. Yes. Yeah, I feel the so same So I can way. go back to gentle. Mm-hmm. I need. We need to go back. Otherwise, it's just going to get more and more and more intense. And I just don't want to turn into that. You know, I also find that it's not only after a period of time, but it also depends on the time of the month and even the time of the day, which I feel really bad for my partners. You know, it's like... They don't know what I'm feeling right now, but my body changes. Right. You know, and what it can handle and what it wants. Time of day, did I just wake up? Am I tired? Or is it, you know, a time in the month where I'm, you know, wanting it more and can handle more? It's very, I feel like hormones make things more complex. And exactly. Whereas guys are very cut and dry. They're like, this is how I am. And they're pretty consistent. We'll have right. days. We'll have days where we're like sexting. Oh my gosh! I can't yes. wait until you get home. I want you to mount me, and we are going to <laughs> go at it like rabbits. And then there's other days where he'll send me a dick pic, and I'm like, "And <laughs> I'm working. Thank you." <laughs> but I feel like that's where another area that toys can be really important because they don't have feelings. No, you don't. can use them for what you need, and then you can be compassionate and and you know thoughtful of your partner. Who's because going through something exactly possibly. right? You can satisfy your own physical needs and still satisfy your partner emotionally. So the different types of female toys. You have the toys that simulate the G spot. There's ones that suck and lick. There's ones that vibrate. Mm-hmm. There's ones that just like when I say vibrate, it's a wand. I have never owned a wand. No, me neither. But from what I've been told, that is the toy of toys. Get a wand. You don't need any other toy. But I've heard these things, and they could probably break cement. They sound scary. I am not okay with, um, you know, power tools. I have anxiety when I hear power tools because I think somebody's going to lose a finger. I don't want something that scares me by the sound in my panties. I don't (laughs) want... I'm just going to get this out there. In the past, I've watched porn, and unknowing to me, it just popped up, and there's this lady on a table, and there's a jackhammer with a dildo on it, and it's going. The guy is holding it, and she is going crazy. I do not want to be that person. I am terrified of their capabilities. I feel like at the same time, given the opportunity, I might give it a try because, <gasps> you know, okay, they look like they're having so much fun. Maybe there's something to it. I know all toys are very personalized, but I feel like, all right, let me give it a try. I want to feel what she's feeling. That that's terrifies doable. Me. That terrifies me. Loop it so up. I, 
ladies, just keep in mind when you're ta- when you're talking about toys. Now, if you need that hardcore vibration, I don't judge you. No, because I know I know that's something that's built different. up to, and I I have not built myself up to it, and I honestly I'm like whoa. And then you have your G spot. I don't think I've ever had an orgasm with a toy. No, on my G spot. Me neither. And even with another person, it it wasn't until really a few years ago that I even knew it existed. Okay. It is very, uh, I don't know if it's just hard to find on me or if it's just people don't really know what they're looking for, but it wasn't something I had ever experienced. And so I never looked for toys for that. But once I did experience it, it was like, this is amazing. That exists. Yeah. It's real. It's it's really good. I do know that a lot of toys miss it, on me anyway. I just... And this is why there are so many toys for women. Because not everything is positioned in the same spot. Toys have a generalized size. Right. And why don't have toys have a small, medium, and large? That's true. Because not all vaginas are the same. Vibrator or dildo. They're all basically the same size. Right. I never thought of that before. Yeah, they should have small, medium, large. They should. Women have different capabilities. Men have different capabilities. You know, wherever you want to put it, vaginally. I mean, they have they have small, medium, large. And here's another toy that a lot of people don't realize is a trainer for your anal. Oh, yeah. It's a small, medium, large, and it helps train your anus to take larger toys Mm -hmm. such as dildos or vibrators or right you know because not everybody is just just has that capability but you can learn and there's a reason you want that capability right and when we say learn we're not talking about we're gonna get so stretched out that we can't go back to small right you need to be able to do both yeah you need to have those muscle strengths and just know when to kind of relax a little bit so that you can take your partner but still be super tight to make him happy (laughs) when it's time for him to come and so that you can feel it and it feels good for you because it doesn't feel good to just (laughs) let your bowels loose (laughs) oh my goodness all right angelina thank you very much for that when it comes to male toys they are a little bit more primitive at times, um, you have your pocket pussies, which we spoke about, which I don't know if you have children or have ever been to a science gift shop. They have this toy that looks kind of like a worm, and when you hold it, it kind of falls out your hand, but there's a hole in it. Oh, right, right, right. Like the slippery thing. Yes. Yeah. That essentially is a pocket pussy. Yeah. Um, put some lube in there. Put your dick in there and go to town. Hey. And they sell this for children. (laughs) From what I have heard and experienced, men, boys, do not even need anything that sophisticated. They will find something. They will find themselves. Something. They will find themselves. (laughs) We will not express what else they could find. Oh my gosh. The stories I've heard. Oh, I know. You should listen to our all-exclusives on Patreon from a different episode that we have. Yes, we would love to hear your masturbation experiences. 
What, uh, what toys do you use? She's not asking me, she's asking you. Back to men. You have your pocket pussies, you have your penis pumps, which yes, they're a very real thing. You have your, um, dolls, and you have your anal toys. And that's pretty much it for men. Mm-hmm. But which ones really work? Yeah. Because a lot of people, they read all of these reviews, they buy it, they take it home, and it doesn't work for them. They spent the money on something that they don't like. They're too embarrassed to take it back. They don't want to keep spending more money, so they just either give up or they throw it away and try a different one. Have you ever experienced that? For you and your female toys? I mean, I have bought female toys in the past that have not worked for me. Mostly vibrators because I always thought the more powerful the better. Right. And I've tried some and they just don't work and no, I just toss them. I mean, I got for my partner vibrating anal beads mm-hmm. and unfortunately they were just too stiff. They oh, didn't They okay. didn't coil and do what they needed to do right. and so we ended up throwing it away because it was painful. Right. It wasn't very enjoyable at all. I used to have, um, (laughs) at one point, I had bought a whole array of toys thinking, oh, this will be fun. Look at this. This says it's going to be great. And then the person I was with had no interest in trying them, was completely against them, and I ended up throwing them all away. And it was very disappointing to find out that, you know, this this was meant for that person to feel pleasure. And they just, it made me very sad. I like surprises sometimes, but there's other times where maybe the surprise should be just a shopping spree that you guys do together right. and pick that things out. That is true. That was, I think that was the problem that I thought, hey, this person will like this instead of asking, what would you like? What would you be comfortable with trying? And that right. was my mistake. Yeah. There are so many different toys out there like cock rings. A lot of people don't understand what cock rings are. It's not because the man is impotent or can't get it up. It helps you keep it up. And it's not that you can't keep it up, but some cock rings have vibrators on it. And it just adds that little bump for your partner. Yeah. And as she's riding your cock and feels that (laughs) vibration on her clit, oh my goodness, all of a sudden you are more than Superman. Right. So Who doesn't want help like that? Just a little bit of help. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be all the time. Right. She may start being like, uh-uh, no, you need to put that stuff on. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be all the time. Right. And it doesn't mean that that you're less of a man. Right. It just means like, hey, look what you can do for her. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the G-spot on a girl. There's so many different ways to get to it. There, You can oral with your finger, with a toy, and they have... Toys that go on your finger that vibrate <laughs> that you can wow. stimulate her, and it's like you're there. And not that I've ever done this because, quite honestly, <laughs> I haven't, but I've read that people have put those vibrators on their finger, throw a rubber glove on, and use it for prostate what? stimulation. Yes. Okay, you know what I love about these things is that a lot of them are shaped like adorable animals or sea creatures. <laughs> Why is that? They were like, my favorite vibrator back in the day was shaped like a jellyfish. Mine was shaped by like a hummingbird. <laughs> Why? 
They were like, yes, we need this adorable creatures. <laughs> oh my gosh, mine was a hummingbird, and the beak was the clitoral stimulus, and then the wings like got the lips. <laughs> rabbits, hummingbirds, yes, butterflies, the of the rabbit. jelly. <laughs> what but is going on here? The one that goes on your finger does not look like an animal. Oh, okay. The one okay. that goes on your finger is actually it, it's just a finger, and it has like little nubs on it, <laughs> and it, it it it's kind of like a scrubby. So weird, but it... Okay, Penelope just tried to scrubby my shoulder, by the way. <laughs> We're very close. We've known each other a long time. Yes, we share scrubbies. <laughs> no. I was like, oh my gosh, that's such a great idea because... Yeah. But we're talking about the G-spot right now, so you just... Men... Penelope loves the P-spot, by the way. I don't have a P-spot to love, but my partner loves when I take very yeah. attentive care to his. You're gonna be our P-spot expert. I'm trying. I try to be very deliberate. I am the research expert and you are the, the field expert. The field. <laughs> I'll tell you the facts and Penelope will tell you the experience. <laughs> so the G-spot can never be overlooked. The G-spot is the equivalent of a full body orgasm mm. for a woman. If you aren't hitting that right, you'll know it because your body should fully convulse. You should feel right. it from the top of your head to the tip of your toes when you have an orgasm with your G-spot. I think the problem is it's not easily found on many people. And if you've never experienced it, you don't know what to ask for. How do you know where it is? Because it's inside. And I think that says a lot about why it's important to communicate with your partner Hey, let's try to find this together. Let's try this. That didn't work. How together about this? is the point. It is. There is a lot of muscle exercise that women, you, you have to concentrate. And mm -hmm. you cannot be thinking about the dishes, the kids. <laughs> Did I lock all the doors? Is all the laundry done? Did I put it away? You know, what do I need to do at work tomorrow? All that crap. You need to do some type of serious meditation mm -hmm. before you have sex if that's what it takes in order to have a full body orgasm by the way penelope has way different thoughts than i do because i never think about the dishes or laundry <laughs> i know there's women out there like me she probably thinks about books she hasn't finished am i wrong there's a lot of other things too but <laughs> i roll my eyes it's like we agree on that you cannot think about trivial Things you need to take this time to focus on yourself and your partner and what's going on in the moment. In breathing. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about like urine labor breathing. Right. Just learning how to breathe. Like breathe in and then tighten as you breathe out. Tighten all those inner stomach vaginal muscles as you breathe out. Focus the energy to your vagina. Yeah. All your energy. Spent Focus on... You want your heat. vagina. Yeah. You want heat. You want blood. You want everything down there because as soon as you get all that energy down there, when it finally climaxes, you are going to explode. You're going to gush. Your partner is going to be covered with amazing, amazement. Yes. That's how it should be every time. Oh, I wish it was like that every time. It can't, it, it doesn't always have to be that. And sometimes you do need to do a sabbatical so that you yeah. can get back to that. Right. Sometimes you do it so much and then finally you're just like, you're just, you get played out. Right. Guys honestly don't really understand that. 
But when they don't have it, like say you're on your period and you're like, no, dude, I need a break. And then they finally have it again. They're like, oh my gosh, I needed that. Sometimes (laughs) we need that. Oh my gosh, we needed that. So you need a little bit of a break. But in the meantime, men have their toys that they can go to while you're going through that little break. And sometimes when men need that break, we have our toys to go to. Or sometimes Mm -hmm. you just need to play with toys together. Yeah. You can be alone together. Yeah, you can be satisfied by your partner playing with you. Yeah. And you playing with your partner. That's super hot. Are you getting getting aroused right now? Yeah, I want to see, you know, my partner pleasuring himself with a toy. That would be super sexy. When we're on vacation and we're (laughs) staying in other people's houses, that's usually what happens because we're just... (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to be courteous of this person, and so you do your thing, I'm going to do my thing, you can watch, but don't touch. Wow. So when we get home, all bets are off. Good to know. We have learned a lot about each other. I can't wait to find out what more there is, what more is hidden behind there. Shh. No secrets here. Uh, Prostate stimulators. So many people are afraid of the prostate. Why is that? You know, I haven't had a whole lot of experience with men that are into that. Me Uh, either. No. My partner that I have now is probably the most liberal sex partner I've ever had. No, but yeah, um, it seems like a lot of men seem to be kind of closed off in that area. And, And I'm not entirely sure why. And it makes me sad because I want to find all the ways to please my partners as they have ways to please me. I agree. So tell our listeners about your experience with the P-spot, the prostate, pleasuring. Honestly, as much as I talk, I'm still learning. There are so many different things. Like I said, the anal beads that we tried were just really kind of unflexible, a little bit painful. So we went to a different aspect and tried a p-spot stimulator which like a g-spot the p-spot isn't always an exact measurement you can't just google p-spot and that's it for your partner i mean it's they're like personal they say they say it's within two two and a half inches from your rectum Hmm. and so i'm just like okay so that's approximately my middle finger (laughs) all right so my middle finger should be able to reach it but like what's it supposed to feel like Right. Is it supposed to be spongy? Is it supposed to be rubbery? And what rubbery? do you do with it? Well, what you do... You just kind of massage it, it you, or squeeze it? Or? You act like you're saying, come here. And you just keep on doing okay. that motion. Because that's how I feel best with my G-spot. Right. Is that, so you just do the same thing. Pretty much the same thing. And you can do it in a circle. You can do a pulsating, like... Uh, it depends on the person. And he's he's right. learning too. You know, he'll tell me that feels good and I'll do it for a while. And then I'm like, my hand is getting really tired. <laughs> is it doing? He's like, no. Crap. I found... But it felt really good. Right. So it's just like, okay, so what do we do? Do we go to a, a vibrating? Does he need something that's cold? Like I put it in a little bit of cold water. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a toy that's on order that is a stainless steel dildo that has a ball at the end and each there's two balls one on each end one smaller and the other one's bigger for whatever level you're at and you're supposed to be able to you can reach anything with it because (laughs) it's shaped to do that Mm -hmm. and so I'm just really hoping that I'll be able to 
possibly put a vibrator to it, and oh. it will vibrate, and we can just hit that just right and send them through the roof. So that is what my hope is. Uh. What kind of toys do you use now, and what ones are your favorite to use by yourself or with a partner? Are they vibrating, or are they more manual, or... Uh, personally, though, one I find works for me the best is one that actually sucks and blows. Okay. Uh, it's kind of a vibrator, but the main function is the air, the sucking and blowing of the air, and it's for... You like that cool sensation. Here's the thing. I never realized, I always thought of clitoral stimulation as licking, mm-hmm. and then I had an experience of sucking and it was mind blowing it was life changing and i found a toy that said it would simulate that so i purchased this toy that simulated sucking and blowing on the clitoral area and it changed my life it was the very first time i ever squirted i thought you know i knew that was a thing that people experienced but i had never experienced and thought that was something i could never achieve and just gave up on it But this, because you can control the level, unlike a person where you can't control them, you don't want to control them, you can guide them, but this, you can tell it exactly what to do and work up towards a heightened state that happened for me. Okay. It's waterproof. Uh, It's easy to clean. It's um, rechargeable. Right. It's beautiful and I love him so much. She sent him. (laughs) I named him. I'm going to get a tattoo for him. And, um, And the thing is, you know, it's not something, you know, I feel like maybe some partners might be worried that it's going to replace them. It doesn't replace another person. You can't replace human contact. Does it do something another person could never do? Yes. But you can't replace a person. Right. Well, my favorite toy is no longer with me because of reasons that I explain in another <laughs> episode. But it also stimulated the vag- the clitoris. Mm-hmm. It had so many different settings. But honestly, I was just like pretty much this is I have found my setting and I worked up to that setting. Once I got there... I set it there and I'm done. I'm like, okay, do your magic. Let me ask you, because this is what I've found, that I don't want it to happen as quick as possible. I want to prolong it as long as you possible. You want to work up and to it. And you can control that. Yes. Did you, do you feel the same way? I do. I yeah. I really don't. I'm not a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am type person. Right. I, I don't want yeah. it done as quick as possible and then just forget about everything else. I do like to have that foreplay to so to speak and when you're talking about toys it takes more for foreplay because they can't hug and kiss you and get your skin going you have to go slow Mm -hmm. with the vibrations you can't just go right in on your favorite (laughs) setting and expect you not to go through the sense sensory roof yeah so when you're using toys do you use your imagination do you feel like more than when you're with a your partner yes And it's not that I'm thinking of anything in particular or I'm thinking of anything dirty. It's just sometimes I'm thinking of my partner and sometimes I'm thinking about my movie husband or my TV husband. I do have different husbands in my brain. I definitely think of, I consider them as dream people. They're just like a, a projection of, you know, a person. So 
I don't consider it, you know, cheating or anything. It's just a fantasy. You get to... I don't know about you, but I feel like you know it's them, but it's not them. Right. Yeah. It's like, that's not what they look like. Let me give an example. I go to a toy store and I'm looking at toys and I'm looking at this dildo and I'm like, oh my gosh, that looks... I can do this. That looks like my husband. We're going to have a good time. Mm -hmm. He's going to have a good time. I take it home and he looks at it. He goes, that looks like nothing like me. I'm like, no, it does. It looks just like you. And he's like, what have you been looking at, woman? And apparently rose-colored glasses is a thing because I'm just like, oh. And I look at him like a little inquisitive, like, little puppy who's confused. Like, what? Huh? I'm so sorry. In that moment at the store that thing looked exactly like what i envision my partner as right and i don't know why but that's what i think he looks like yeah that's what he feels like at well, least i mean you know <laughs> that when you look in the mirror you don't see what other people see exactly you know, I, there's a, I know i don't see of, what other people see <laughs> right and there's a disconnect, and I don't think maybe he doesn't realize that that's what's happening there, you know, that you see something better than what he sees for himself. And obviously it happens when I'm picking out toys because my <laughs> toys don't always match up to what he feels and looks like to me. Mm-hmm. I, I tell him, I'm like, you should be thankful because honestly, not only do they not match up in my brain, but they don't match up physically either because... They didn't work. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) He's just like, dang, girl. It was rather a funny conversation. (laughs) We pretty much touched on everything I wanted to talk about today as far as toys and what they're for. And they're nothing to be scared of. They are to be embraced. And some toys are meant for training. Mm -hmm. They graduate. They are small, medium, and large. Please make sure you pay attention to this when you're purchasing because size does matter. It does. And it can make your partner feel like you don't think they're big enough, but no, that is not the case all the time. Like I just said, it could mean that that's how you envision your partner and uh, they're more grandiose than you, you know. Your eyes are bigger than your vagina. Yes. (laughs) My partner looks like a porn star in my brain. (laughs) Toys are very individualized and they should be something positive in your life, something positive in your relationships. And if you're by yourself, they can uh, just be positive. In general. In general. Nobody can can think badly of you or should think badly of you. And it's great long-term or long-distance relationships or anything like that. It's it's not a replacement. It's just something, you know, you can feel good about yourself. I highly recommend you to go on to Patreon because I have a couple of things on there. Um, I've done some extensive research on different types of boobs that are really great highly recommended by professionals both gynecologists and sex therapists and therapists in general mm-hmm. and um toys all sorts of different things along with websites that will kind of guide you in the right area of toys if you want to explore and you can look at different types of ratings and see if there's something that you would 
be interested in. But there is um, a lot out there, and it can be intimidating. It can be. The great thing also about having a, a toy rep, which we will have in our next session, is that they know the toys, and you can tell them what your preference is, and hopefully they can guide you in the right area. Right. And you get the right toy the first time, unlike me, who has to explore a little bit here and there for the right toy. And then also, you can go to the store yourself, and they have knowledgeable people at the store, but some people just aren't comfortable with that. They right. don't want... I've never had a bad experience as an, at an adult store, though, because I feel like the employees that I've experienced understand that you, you know, might be hesitant, might be a little right. nervous or embarrassed, and have always been really friendly, but not salesmen, where they're like, what can I help you with? Right. Or, it's not like a car salesman or a used car salesman. Right. They're trying to shove a product down your throat that you don't need. They've always been really open. And, right. And, yeah. And some of them are actually quite funny. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of times sex is actually hilarious. Well, I believe we are done for the day. I think so, But too. we We've are not done for... We are not There's done There's so done. much more. There's so, so much. much more. We barely, we like danced on the surface. We did. Mainly because there's so many different types of things out there that we can do to stimulate mm-hmm. other than through tactile touch. Right. You know. And we need more views. We need our listeners to give us, because we can only go off our own experiences and what people tell us. And so right. it's important for people to tell us their experiences. And, you know, we have, I have heterosexual experiences so we want to hear from everybody so we can talk about more than our own personal experiences right yeah well we hope to see you next time yeah definitely this was great you can find exclusive content and after hours interviews on patreon and follow us on instagram twitter facebook and podbean we'll be back next week for another episode of grapes of passion